0: When were the... Go. What school's... Are... Who decides what the next...
1: Where's that story? Why
0: they
2: keep the loop... What is this?
1: It's Curious City. Where WBEZ answers your questions... About Chicago, the region, and its people. Hi, I'm Mary Benite and this time on Curious City, we're answering a listener's question about a fixture here in Chicago known as the Bucket Boys. You may have seen them around the loop or the south side... Or maybe you've heard them from afar. Young guys drumming on buckets and asking for a donation in return. I'll let our curious citizen explain.
0: My name is Annie Dielman, and I live in Bridgeport. And I'm curious about the Bucket Boys and how they become Bucket Boys and if they have territories, if they have mentorship. I was working in Inglewood, and I would see the same guys um, performing at the exits, the Dan Ryan Exits. Pretty lady! Beautiful! Beautiful! They love me!
1: They love it. They love it. me! Doing something
2: positive here, pretty lady. We take donations.
0: They were always very, very talented, but also very charming and kind of like a, a pleasant part of my day. One thing I noticed is that they were... They're rain or shine, hot or
1: cold. So it just made me curious about everyone, you know. For this question, we're going to do things a little differently. We're going to hear from a couple folks who are way more qualified than I am to help answer Annie's question about Chicago's Bucket Boys.
3: All right, my name is uh, Jerome Lucas, and one half of the Lucas brothers. My name is Jerrell Lucas, the other half of the Lucas brothers. And uh, we're we're doing, doing a documentary on the Bucket Boys, boys telling a story from the south-south Chicago.
1: Actually, Jerome and Jarrell are twin brothers, 29 years old, grew up in Roseland on the city's far south side, and they've spent the last two years making a documentary film about Bucket Boys titled Bucket. And for that reason, it was sort of a no-brainer to ask them to be our guides into the world of a Chicago Bucket Boy.
3: They started in the mid-90s uh, with some kids that grabbed a bucket and, and like, learned a talent with a five-gallon bucket and, a, and some drumsticks. You identify a, a Bucket Boy by that orange bucket. I don't know what it is about why the bucket is always orange. It's like they only sell orange buckets. and majority of time, they standing out on the end of all corners and expressways. If they're real time, then you just hit a sound. You hear it from another whole block. That sound, it echoes very far. It's so loud. A lot of people actually hate the sound. They're usually on 87th, 79th, 63rd and downtown. A lot of fun out here. Hey. I think they choose the expressway because it's more convenient. Uh, you know, traffic moving fast. So I guess they look at that's a, um, a quicker way to monetize from their skills of being a the bucket. They get to perform for about
2: five, and six, seven
3: seconds. Get you in and get you out. It's kind of like a, a fast food restaurant. If you want to donate, you can donate. If you don't want to donate, you don't have to. But usually... The good people, they working for their money, so usually people donate, and they make a lot of money. You gotta look at how traffic works. Uh, No one sits at a light longer than five minutes, so you gotta look at like a dollar, a dollar every two or three minutes. Sixty minutes an hour, sixty dollars. Two hours, sixty. That's one hundred and twenty. Yeah, you do the math, you can get to three hundred in no time.
2: Kind of slow out here today. It's okay though. My name is Charles. I'm a drummer. I like to drum and perform. The second thing is um, I like going to school, and I love all my fans that help me out and support me. I'm 18. I'll be I'll be 19, like, December this year.
3: You got to go to Home Depot. You got to buy your bucket, buy your drumsticks, and get out on the corner. Usually they send everybody that's, like, real amateurs. They send them to, like, 55th, and they be the only ones out there by themselves, beating and drumming and... That builds confidence, if you stank, you gotta go home and continue to work on it. And at the minute, you done build so much confidence, you done made so much money on your own, they like, who is that over there on 55th making all that noise and all that? It's kind of like the music business. It's like, who is that guy we have been hearing about? Yeah, we, we need him with us. It's like an initiation thing.
2: My big brother had taught me, Terrence showed me the ropes and how to get money and things like that. And I just learned from him. How Keep much- me out of trouble. Could be doing something bad right now. Just getting money, something I like I to do too. Right Positive too. I, just, I like it.
3: Yeah, I had it. A- it's like basketball. You you may not be good, but you gotta get in the game. You gotta find your way on the court and learn the plays. Over time, I guess they learn it and then then full throttle. They they off.
2: Hello. Um, I'm at, I'm, I'm on 55th German. It
3: was like uh. First-come, 1st first serve basis. Whoever gets to that corner first, I think it's a respectful thing is to not, like, where well, we just gonna all be on one corner.
2: I let the homeless people get money, too. God bless. Everybody can make money together.
3: We actually seen a little boy. He was, like, uh, 11 years old. But he was like, yeah, I'm just trying to get this new Spider-Man toy that came out. And he was, he was nowhere near the expressway. He was like... Western. He's nowhere near traffic. He like in his own little neighborhood with his bucket beating, trying to get this Spider-Man tour. They get in and out of downtown. Because that's where the most money can be made, really. It's downtown Chicago, but they have to move in and out. Because they have to have permits, or they can be moved. For some reason, they never want to get a permit. It's kind of chilly out
2: here.
3: I think uh, some people see them as panhandlers, and, and
2: some people see them as like street performers. So, what do you think? What do
1: you think
0: most
2: people think of the bucket boys? Um, we dirty, and we ain't getting no money, and we just trying to hustle up to buy a reefer. Average bucket boy will will really make like on a week regular day make like what sixty dollars, and then like on the weekend, she probably make like in four hours probably like. 70,
3: 80. My personal opinion, they actually use the money for what they want. Like, no, we're gonna get a car. I mean, we thinking about getting an apartment. They they use their art to get where they wanna go in life.
2: I put it in my bank account, save up, forever. Some of the girls, just like, oh, what you out be the bucket for, no money in that? Things like that. I show them my money bucket.
3: It's hard to find a job on the south side of Chicago. If you're not Beating a the bucket, then you you're involved in some type of gang violence, or you becoming a victim of gang violence. So I think they they're good decision makers. They're very good decision makers because if they know if they ain't doing that, then they know that they'll be involved in some type of gang violence or a victim of gang violence.
2: Could be doing something bad right now. Chicago's just crazy. They need to stop the violence and get money.
3: Charlie's struggle is um that him being in the gang related area he. he he wants to get a car. But a car definitely helps his situation. Uh, he gets to avoid gang violence, you know what I mean? And, or being initiated into any more gangs and problems like that. So you can get away from a whole lot of stuff you got a car in Chicago.
2: Pass out today, big G. doing some here, big
3: brother. When they really want some money from somebody, they'll go to your window. They'll put it between their legs and they'll beat it.
2: Take care, It's okay. <laughs> you ain't gotta be shy.
3: I guess it makes a person feel like they performing just for them.
2: What's out today,
3: pretty lady? That lady probably left the house and her husband and say nothing to her in the morning. I know that she was there. Hey, but them stepping to the window hey, and doing that, that it's out. like, I feel appreciated. Oh, man, I guess a dollar wouldn't hurt.
1: Thank
2: you, gorgeous.
3: Appreciate it. For them to do that, they have to be humble. And they have to be confident to do that. Because a lot, I mean, the average person can't do it.
2: Uh Some of the... Some of the people that's in the car, they like a regular that donates to If you,
3: you're too confident, you
2: come off as arrogant. Because there's rules and regulations to drumming. You can't just be out here doing anything and running up the car, chasing money.
3: The charm turn on, then they like you just trying to hustle me. You a panhandler. So I think you need a little bit of all to get the perfect bucket boy. They
2: like it. Big boss man. I got one of them cars right here.
3: We went to the dealership with him when he got the car, when he pulled off of the car, and that was a happy ending for me. I loved it. At this current moment, he's safe. He's back in school. He's getting, hope. he's getting good grades. He should be safe.
2: Later, after the bucket, probably go to do a trade to a job court or something, try to do a trade and get into like, carpentry or take some kind of skill and go far with it. So I can make, like, $20 an hour. When I get old, no, I can't be anymore. Some, it's some messed up Bucket Boys out here, but some old Bucket Boys that don't supposed to be doing it no more. They keep doing it because they never finished high school uh oh, 30s. 25 is limit to me. Like, you can still be doing shows and stuff, but 24 is the least age that you should still be drumming.
3: The time we live in, we live in a time of independence. So... I think that it just fits them perfectly. Everybody wants independence for what they do, what they love. I mean, whether it's music or, or working a, a job, but people want independence and creating their own job. That's the time we live in today, that people want to create on their own time and off their own dime. So it goes hand-in-hand hand of how America is today.
1: So that was Jerome and Jarrell Lucas, the filmmakers, along with Charles Chapman, a Bucket Boy. When I talked to Annie Dealman, our question asker, she said she knows the bucket boys' lives aren't necessarily as easy as their performance leads one to believe. But she says that connection she feels when she drives by and they play a song just for her, even for the length of a red light, they're sharing something.
0: Kind of that, like little moment of like interpersonal contact every day, is really is really powerful. And I know that they're salesmen in this moment, and they're they're putting on a show. Um, and, and so maybe things aren't as sunny and positive, like, as they make it seem. But, it, but it's, it's nice to, like, see a smile. Hey,
2: bang, mama. Got a good show.
1: Reporting this week came from me, Mariba Knight, with production by Jesse Dukes. Want to know more about Chicago's Bucket Boys? We have more interview excerpts from Jerome and Jerrell Lucas, and you can watch Charles perform, too. That's all at WBEZ.org slash Curious City. <music> Curious City was founded by Jennifer Brandel, WBEZ, AIR, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support comes from the Doris and Howard Conant Fund for Journalism. Hush not, child, and don't do cry. Your folks might understand you. Curious City on WBEZ is supported by New Belgium Brewing, which believes some of our best and most memorable times come from slowing down, taking it easy, and letting it all sink in. Enjoy a Slow Ride Session IPA at New Belgium's Slow Ride Sessions, opportunities crafted to give a reprieve from the hustle. New Belgium and Good Beer Hunting are partnering with Chicago's best artisans and makers to share their practices in intimate, hands-on sessions, giving folks a chance to check out from their day-to-day and enjoy learning something meaningful over a few beers. Learn more at newbelgium.com. Coming up on WBEZ's Curious City. In Chicago, apartments with five or more units are supposed to provide recycling bins, But a lot of times, they don't, which means would-be recyclers are out of luck.
0: I've been caught trying to put my recycling into other people's recycling bins. And they're all like, you know, put it in your own. It's like, I don't have one. I wish I did.
1: Recycling in Chicago. That's a thing, right? Like a law? Next time on WBEZ's Curious City.